It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Reality. UFOs. Science. Consciousness. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That might not be a real thing. The podcast. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's continuing mission to seek out new life and new civilizations. Yada, yada, yada. To boldly to bo- go yes. where no one has gone before. You got it, people. Today, oh. finally. That's the original. That's the original. Or That's the best one ever. Yeah, because when I were kids, I saw that. I'd be like, yeah. That's a pump you up one. from yeah. the 80s. was upbeat. Uh, we're finally doing the Star Trek episode, or at least the first of what I hope to be many Star Trek episodes. Have we done one? No. We've talked about it at, at nauseum, but not never really buckled down and gotten it done. But Maka hadn't seen much, so now he's up to speed. So Sort of. So uh, we're going to be getting into that. Uh, before that, thanks to NRG Tree for supporting the show. And if you want solar, check out NRGTree.com. Do it. Uh, do it. Um, They're right here. Save our fucking planet. So so we don't need Star Trek. So a couple of announcements. Uh, we need Star Trek. Locally for us. So this weekend, February 26th. At the intersection of Hooksit and Ocean Street in Seabrook, New Hampshire, at high noon, there is a benefit for Sean Mulligan, our good friend. It is the Keefe Family Polar Plunge 2022, and it's the 14th annual. So I think they do fundraising, and Sean is the person they're raising for this uh, particular year. And basically, a bunch of crazy people are going to go to Seabrook and jump in the ocean uh, and freeze their private parts off. Uh, And then, you know, it's a $15 registration fee. Some of that's going to, obviously, Sean. Some's going to, you get a t-shirt. Who the hell knows what? Um, My understanding is it's a really good time. If I know the gang that's, you know, going to be around this thing, there's probably going to be a pretty substantial bar crawl going on later on throughout the day. So stay stay tuned for that if you can't make the actual fundraiser, uh, you know, show, show up for maybe the bar crawl. Um, but drop so, some money. Get yeah, get them get them some cash. So uh, they have a, a PayPal link. It is uh, in it's it's illegible uh, on the link that I have. I can't read it, but uh, is it legible a word? Yeah. Illegible. Illegible. All right. Why don't we post it? Well, you can Venmo at Ray Keefe. There you go. And, uh, well, it's cut off on the image, but Venmo Ray Keefe, R-A-Y, well, Venmo at R-A-Y 
K-E-E-F-E, Ray Keefe. And um, I'll try to get that link posted on our Instagram tonight if we can. Uh, but yeah, he's a good guy. He's a fucking awesome guy. Great guy, uh, great family. Yeah, fucking awesome people. Uh, just as a, I, just as a little, I, I went over there this week. They were gonna help me out with some shit, and uh, there's just like random people have been showing up there. All, like some guy showed up. He was like 90, and it's it was because Sean's like in his 50s. Yeah. And this this is his old principal or his old coach from like junior high school. Wow. Showed up and slipped him five hundo and said, "Here you go, man. This is to help you out, you know, get everything." So they had to do like a lot of handicap refab for the house. Wow. Daniel, you got a you got an announcement. What is it? Yeah. No. You know how I uh, I've had health problems over the years. Um, you empathize. So yeah. So like what was it like six months ago? They put my pacemaker on standby mode just to see what would happen with my own heart. And I found out this week that my heart is completely um, no longer pacemaker dependent at all. Wow. Yeah, it's that's running great. on its own completely. So you grew new new healthy tissue? I, 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 I willed my conduction to come back. <laughs> to come back. Yeah. I said, <sighs> That's a thing. Yeah. That's I've how made, I cure myself of cancer. I, you know, I push forward with the pos- positive, like, like. Vibes. mental fucking power and i feel like they had to have something to do with it but anyways i they didn't even think it was possible like usually it's not for your conduction to come back as well as scar tissue so but again it came back it found its way life finds f- a way you used the force and healed yeah. yourself so, through willpower yes yeah, so i found that out on tuesday oh, that's awesome so, man that's cool. great yeah. yeah like way more awesome and enthusiastic than i sound right now it's like fucking awesome that was like that sucked yeah, and then like right. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So is the pacemaker there just in case something? Just in happens? case, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just in case yeah. it needs to pace me, but it's not doing it right now. It's just fucking on its ass now. And it used to be a two years ago. It was a hundred percent pacing me every second. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Like ding, 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 ding. Now it's just like quiet. I like the sound effect there too. Quiet. Awesome. And yeah. you're working out too. Yeah, I'm working so out. That's probably like, part of you're, it. You're putting it under I'm, taxation. I'm, I'm <laughs> close to complete full recovery. There's one thing I need to fix, and that's it, which is my my fu- function. Like, I still have heart failure, but like, yeah. that can go up. Like, for a lot of people, it does. So, you're I healthier can, than I most, most people our age. So yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. You're committed. I give you a. Uh, so, yeah. I give you, I applaud you, and I give you a, a bonus award. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing, one more announcement. My wife got hired officially with the biotech company. Mm. Okay, well, we're getting having... hired. She's getting a contract. I, I thought it was a baby wow. number five. Everyone, oh, surprise! No, <laughs> no, fuck you. no way. No, fuck you. Well, congrats, man. Thank yeah, you. That's Thank great. You. What are you gonna be? What are you gonna be doing in general? Well, I mean, I'm doing the same thing that I'm doing now. It's just I was on a contract, and now they they officially. Decided so to now hire. we get the health insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I get across. I just yeah. I get but you know I get all their benefits and good time I, to sign on anywhere. Basically. A bump, yeah, a pay yeah. bump, which is nice. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. that's um, excellent. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's really you great. guys had a good good couple weeks there. Yeah, yes, we yeah, did. definitely. You guys are on what I call the upstroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? we're on the upswing. It's the upward yeah. momentum yeah. Of, of the the wave of life. Yeah, yeah. I, I said it at, at Mark's party that time a couple years ago. I go right now, baby, we are on the upstroke and i yep. was like we're not even i'm like we're not even near the top yet i was no. like we're the, just, the wave hasn't we're, peaked yet. yeah we're yeah, building yeah. momentum as we go yeah exactly uh and that's a fucking fact baby um oh, yeah. so all that's going on and uh before we get into star trek i am going to do one quick song of the week because it's just so important uh 
It has to be said. I got a song of the week too. I always do. <sighs> you always get me. It can't be. It can be two. It, it there always this, is. This one has a story <laughs> attached to it. So well, the song of the week this week is "Everyone's a Winner" by Hot Chocolate, and that's a fucking doozy. It's like everyone's a winner baby and i believe uh, it popped into my head because hbo is making a series about the lakers yeah and magic johnson they got some guy who looks like little magic he's like yo i'm young magic baby i'm ready to tear shit up <laughs> oh really i was in a soft voice they're like that a, yeah they're right. making a show about the making of the godfather too it's called the offer so it's really cool that's that's the mafia the song getting I, involved and stuff and that's yeah. very cool i basically listened to it all week at work this week hot chocolate what's your song of the week oh yeah um king and i are going to a concert march 29th to see uh an old school death metal band called obituary and i don't know if king's excited about it but i am and so i <laughs> my, song is, there. my song is slowly we rot by obituary yeah, yeah. ain't that the truth yeah. the riffs badass it's in my rotation at the gym five in the morning when that plays i'm gonna get the guy with the hurt the don't purple go near me on, the purple hearse on the show yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's he's. I've talked to him a couple times. He's game. I just have to like at, you know, go down and talk to him. And be like, hey, when can you come down? But what did he just drive around a purple hearse? You've seen that hearse driving around town, right? The purple hearse. I've seen it on Bird. I've showed it. Yes. Times. Yes. Well, because he works because <laughs> he works at Salem sixty six, the paint shop. Makes so. sense. Oh, so you yeah. went and talked to him and said, "Come on the podcast." Well, yeah. Well, because he works at he works at my homeboy's uh, auto shop, auto body. Uh, okay. I'd love having him on. And well, yeah, a tree got dropped on my sweet car. Is he like a hardcore dude? He's. He looks badass. He's like 50, 60. I don't know. He he drives a hearse. What do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and he drives like a dope hearse though. It's like all painted now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hearses are cool. All right. So I'm a Trekkie. We're getting into it. Yeah. The guys wanted me to watch Star Trek because I never really did. And so I have been trying to. He says he's watched it. Not, I have a secret theory <laughs> that he hasn't at all. Well, yeah, you could test me tonight. I definitely won't know any of the answers. Your theory may be correct because I don't know any of the characters' names. Uh, but um, when you watch a show like a drama, you don't get any of the names. You know, I do, but like four seasons. I'm trying deep, to catch up because Five. I wanted to be ready for this friggin'. Yeah, but they they mention the names whenever they talk to each other. So he would like, know as soon data. as we said them. Exactly right. Yeah, he would know who they are. He'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's there'll, their there'll name. There'll be a quiz. Though. But yeah. they also bring in a lot of new characters. Yeah, so uh, every sometimes. episode there's a new person. They do have guests. They have a lot of guests. So, yeah, they do. So it's a television show. That's yeah. true. So I've been watching. Uh, I'm on season five, maybe episode three or four. Uh, since we've started this thing, which is a year. Allegedly. Yeah, I missed some because I fell asleep and they were boring. Um, and so there's some fillers. I, there's some fillers. Yeah, which I hate. Sucks. There's 25 seasons in each, the 25 episodes in each season. So mm-hmm. it's hard to get through all of them. So um, I just enjoy them. So again, I've been I've been watching. I've had I've I've got to season five. I like you guys said. I wasn't really loving it. Season one and two, I yeah. started to really enjoy it much better. Season three through where I'm at now. So 50 episodes where I've enjoyed it a little better. Is that a tribble or is that the communicator? Communicator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't think I'm going to be a Trekkie like you guys, but I enjoy the show. I specifically enjoy a few episodes 
uh, the the the. He's talking uh, about the next generation. Yes, next generation. Because when it's you important. talk about Star Trek, to some people, it's the original series. It's important. Right, right. It's important to but know. The next generation has holds its own against the original series. It's better. Yeah. In a lot of ways, and like a lot of the fans at first were like fighting over it, but now it's like next generation classic. It's solidified. It's, it's like thirty place. years old now too. Yeah, for sure. So it's not even like a new <clears throat> show anymore. Yeah. So so you guys love it though. You oh, guys I love it. I could watch every episode twenty times. I so, can do it right now with my eyes closed. So I don't. I, I guess like I, I'm trying to love it because I do. I appreciate when you guys love things, and I want to love them too. You're wondering what is going on. Either. Yeah, I'm just like. Where? And you said I think when I first started, you're like, oh, I'm so jealous of you because you get to re- have this experience with it the first time. I am. I am. And jealous. you're disappointed in me because I don't love it. <laughs> I mean, you like what you like. You don't like what you don't like. You know. I mean, yeah. it's like if you said to me, like, uh, you know, we're gonna go to the championship Celtics game or whatever, I would. I'd appreciate it. I'd be like, right. oh, this is cool. But I like I wouldn't be like what a cherish it what a experience that I can put in my you know bag of cherished right, right. memories you know yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah, it was no. fun but you know the was- fact that you've made it this far though and you don't truly enjoy it is I say I think at a small mirror yeah yeah no it's because I don't love every episode but then some I like really I really like yeah and it's just it's just the way the thing goes like different strokes I just want to talk about episodes mm-hmm. I like yeah so so how about this well, let's start I'll ask you guys a couple things like what got you into Star Trek like why do you like it what tell, talk about when you were a kid and why you watched a lot you want me to yeah go ahead okay well I was a Star Wars fan growing up like big time ditto but like Star Trek was always on TV so like yeah. on like UPN or whatever it was so you'd, I'd watch episodes of Star Trek Next Generation my grandfather gave me a bunch of original uh, show dolls so I you know but it wasn't until like maybe I was a teenager when I started respecting Star Trek more it's ABC then, right mm, ABC the network I don't remember started. we should look that up I'm gonna yeah. google it but Paramount. But that was, the, yeah, then the reruns were on TV 38. Yeah, TV 38, yeah. So I'd watch the reruns, and then um, and then I watched, like, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, the, and then the movies, too. The movies are my favorite. Yeah. The, if, the movies are awesome. There's some great quotes from the movies. They're just good. They're cinematic. Like, they're not, like, they're just good. And so... Yeah, I was just always been a fan of it. I mean, I named my kid James Tiberius. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, a fan. like Trekkies, and you're a fan Trekkies too. end up real extreme. Trekkies sometimes do extreme things, like they'll get like surgery to get their ears like a Vulcan, or like name their kids after Captain Kirk, or they'll get tattoos to so, look like trills. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you. Oh, yeah. Right. She might be. <laughs> <laughs> she might be more of a Trekkie than me. Yeah. So you, Kingsley, and I work together in close quarter environments at periodically and uh inevitably the conversation always gravitates towards star trek yeah you're a huge fan of the yeah, original yeah. series i, I mean am. all track all track yeah all track really yeah, i like mean it originally generation. started with next generation because my mom watched it because my mom watched the original as a kid and my brother and i would always run around with her headbands over our eyes like Jordy laforge and you know do stuff and pop quiz him right now who's Jordy laforge who's, well he would know after yeah, i just no, said Jordy. that yeah, yeah but what, what's he do? He's, Sorry. Damn. He was the engineer. The chief. <laughs> he's the chief, chief engineer. He's the chief. He's really Specifically. smart. Really smart. Played um, by LeVar Burton. Yes. That's right. Which, That's which right. gave the Re- show huge uh, cast credibility. Re- reading Rainbow. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Um, yeah, but other stuff too. But um, in my... That's the I can go anywhere. Okay. Take a look. So it's in a book. <laughs> reading Rainbow. But I mean, and then later on... 
when I when I could find all of the older ones, when it was all available. Oh yeah, I just I couldn't stop watching them. Like I like like we said, I, she I sat named, there and we named everything. one of our children James, James Tiberius. Tiberius. She's like, remember when you were watching Voyager and Deep Space Nine? You blew through all. Those. Oh yeah, all of them. They're all good. Yeah, no. even Enterprise is fucking good. Oh yeah, all of them. Uh, the, the new, new show, the new Picard, Discovery, new, and Picard. Are good. Picard was good. Discovery, I haven't watched all of it yet because I've literally only been watching anime for the last eight. Also, months. there's a lot of like distractions nowadays. Like, there's so much out there to watch. Like, Karate Kid is a fucking sequel show, which is great. Oh my god, it's insane. Oh yeah, I and did so, watch like, Dexter though. The new episode, and Dexter came back. Dexter. Like, yeah, TV. there's a lot of distractions. Yeah. Let's focus on stuff. Okay, okay. I'm yeah. just saying. Uh, sorry, sorry, I'm just well, saying. It's a, lot to, it's a lot to watch. That's all I'm saying. So, Star Trek: The Original Series. Uh, debuted on September 8th, 1966 and aired for three seasons on NBC. And it didn't do well. Um, and basically what happened was the first, if you don't know about the show and and, and your question is like, how'd you get into it? Why do you like it? Whatever, yeah, okay. Yeah. The original series cast the mold, right? Like it did, period, mm-hmm. right? So what happened is, is you get Star, Star Trek came out in 1966. So the Vietnam War was in what full swing? Yeah. Right. So you've got that going on. My mom was like six. Uh, World War Two. You know, basically the embers were just cooling off from World War Two, yeah. and they, you know, no one talks about the Korea conflict, and then you've got Nam. So the world's the world's still at war with itself, and to this day we're gearing up with bullshit with russia ukraine US, cold war fucking cold war yeah yeah yeah. this show was special because it so was, uh... it was huge and, and so what happened was this show stars does a lot of things for basically uh equality human rights yeah right. uh, what i was gonna say it's like it's like a you know, women, utopian kind of women's rights yeah. all stuff yeah. so you've got interracial um um interracial kiss First one ever on screen. Big, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fact, yeah. Fact. William Shatner kissed. No, uh, no, no, no. Ahura. It was Ahura. Oh, it was Ahura and Spock. Okay, so Spock kissed. Spock kissed Nichelle Nichols on TV. She looked yeah. good then too. Oh my God, forget about it. And um, <laughs> which is also another part of Star Trek that I like. It's it's a sexy show if you watch. A lot it. of oh, for yeah. sure. A lot of good looking people. But the show basically came on air at a time where, like, there was a lot of racism, hate, and other shit brewing. Mm-hmm. And the sh- you know, it was saying just by the character placement that, like, look, there's a there was a Russian. All right, so like the Cold War is just kind of brewing, right? And there's a fucking Russian. And there's a Russian yeah. driving the ship. Check yeah. off. Check yeah. off, Captain. Check off. Uh, we need nuclear. People vessels. hated. And then uh, there was a Scottish. Uh, then you had a Japanese. Yeah. Sulu's Japanese. Yeah. So the, yeah. the World War II generation that raised their kids in the '60s probably raised them with a lot of like anti-Asian, like mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they probably weren't too friendly about it. So then you have Yuhora, who is African American and a female, and she's an officer on the ship, not like you know the maid. Um, Which is like the first time you've ever seen that too. Yeah. No, that was a big deal too. So yeah. we'll get in, we'll get into that. But like, you know, basically like the show airs and people fracking love it. But for whatever reason, the network, the guys that run the networks, the people that like you know the, the you know the 
I, I would imagine if you watch the show Mad Men, it's like that type it's of those guy. Dudes. Yeah. Like those dudes. Those yeah. dudes, like those men from the 50s. That's yeah. another men. good show. Right. Like they, they basically will watch the show and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? You've got a black lady on there. You've yeah. got Japanese people, Russian you people. You can't do that. You can't yeah. put this on TV. Yeah. yeah. Are you out of your mind? They canceled the show. And back then there was no internet other than what the you know, well, government had. It wasn't super popular, but it had its own audience. And then later on, it came out in syndication. Well, what happened was that the reason that it came back was because, the, the, like like I said, there was no internet, no communication. There was just the fan base. And at the time, when you were, like, disgruntled with an organization, your only uh, media really was either show up in person and, like, pick it right. or send them a letter. Right. Right? So, basically, NBC starts getting truckloads of letters. Mm-hmm. Truckloads. Mm-hmm. Like, the mail, like the the U.S. mail, calls them and says, "Like, yo, like we've got the entire, yeah. the entire news, the entire mail, you know, for wherever they're uh, wherever they were at. Like, the whole place was full of mail, and they couldn't even move. And it was all letters from people saying, "What's the matter? Put that show back on. That was awesome. Put it back on. Put it back on. And the rest is fucking history. So Star Trek launches three seasons. It's a fucking dynasty." Um, how then, many uh, how many seasons of the first of the uh, the, the original is three, three seasons three. and they're like but they came long. out with the movies later because the eighties people wanted them back so the, bad the, so the movies 80s, were great so they owned the eighties with the movies it was great so start, they, they even made those movies when the next generation came out they still made right yeah pretty sure they yeah. still made movies with yeah. Kirk and shit oh yeah, yeah. A different timeline yeah yeah the last one they did was generations. Generation. That starred yeah, both, it was a, it was that like both it. casts, and yeah. it was a passing of the torch for the movies because yeah. it's right. the last movie they made. Yep. Yeah. I but, like uh, The Undiscovered Country. Oh, it's a, it's a really good I one. can see you, Kirk. Can you see me? So what I like about the show, uh, I, you know, it was I didn't pick up on any of that shit when I was a kid. I just watched it. But I think that's the important thing, right? Because it's like subliminally programming you as a child to be like, man, everybody's equal. It's cool. Yeah, yeah right. Everybody can work together. They also had episodes Teamwork. that dealt with racism. Like, <laughs> oh, they big had, time. like, um, I think it was, uh, um, what was it? The Sexism, who, race, all isms. The people who had the black and white faces. Yeah, that was a yeah. big one. Yeah. So in, in Star Trek The Next Generation had a great episode where... So, you know, what I'm trying to say before we get into the next generation was that, like, the show that originally cast the mold, they, they had set a standard that, like, they were going to bring up social issues. They were going to shine a light on stuff that need, you know, needed talking about, and they were going to say, like, look, there's a better way to do things. So, to me, like, people ask me about, like, hey, you a Democrat, you a Republican, <laughs> like, you know, left or right, this, that, you know, communism, fat socialism, fascism, d- whatever. I, I answer it these days. I subscribe to the principles of the United Federation of Planets, and you'll have to watch Star Trek if you want Prime to know. Prime directive. What, yeah, yeah, if you want yeah. to know what that is. But it's essentially equality for all. for all sentient beings, right? So even if you're an artificial life form and you're of a sufficient, like, you know, sentience, right. basically, right. you have rights. And, and I think that's it. So it's just like, it's equality for everybody. And, um, and, you know, it wasn't until I got older that I saw the social shit on the show, which really made it for me. I was like, man, I already fucking like this show because it's like fire photon torpedoes. Right. Ba-doo, ba-doo. Right. It was nerdy. It was it was, you know, it took place in space, but it was sexy. Yeah. 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 Um, but then when I got older, I was like, oh, shit, this is some there's some shit there's behind some heavy that. social issues being you know talked that, about. That here. Now, people have um, complained, Trek fans, about like 
Next Generation, maybe, but beyond that, like, the whole social issue thing, like, wasn't really part of it as much. It became, like, a sci-fi un- well, universe. Yeah. Which so is it what happens to things, but... It depends on the shows, because, like, um, you know, in Deep Space Nine, for example, uh, they have the Dominion, which is, like, uh... It's, like, the board. Super... That, they're, they're super powerful... Um, well, they're from so, so far away in space that they're like as powerful as the Federation, if not more. Right. But they're not even close to the Federation because they're so far out. But they now, what happens is, is there's a way to get to each other, right? Through a wormhole. And so now they start coming through and basically their soldiers are called Jem'Hadar and they're bred in these like breeding tubes and they, they come out genetically, like genetically predisposed to obey the commands of their masters and also, if that doesn't work, they've got them, in, you know, in vitro, they've got them addicted to uh, an opiate, yeah. which they call on the show Ketracel White. And the Jem Hadar, the entire army of them, they need this Ketracel White to live or they'll die. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like an opiate. And I think if I'm missing the point, maybe I am, but I'm pretty sure when they were making that, it was about basically all the, the boys that were being forced on opiate in, Af- in Africa that were being forced to join the military and well, not, not even military, just groups of violent organizations that mm-hmm. would go into a village, kill, kill everybody, you know, rape the women, kill them and then steal their kids and hook them on opium and make them, you know, brainwash them basically. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the Jem'Hadar. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that also might not be something that is like for like based on Africa. Like, I mean, I think I think I think when the time when the time that the show came out, I think a lot of the stuff on the news was coming out about the violence in Africa and Hotel Rwanda, all that stuff, Somalia. That shit all happened in the nineties, right? And that's that's when that came out. So yeah, so they they have over the years with the shows tried to carry that flag of like shine a social light on stuff definitely with homosexuality like yeah i mean the new show is a the new if you watch star trek enterprise uh, not enterprise uh, discovery it's a fucking good show but i mean it's if, really good from an even from a trek perspective it's a fucking stretch mm-hmm. the ship runs on yeah. a mushroom drive yeah spore that fucking, drive yeah that fucking needs a tardigrade to yeah. navigate it yeah and um you know the one guy starts like it's it just gets the dna yeah it's, it's a just, it's a little bit of a stretch yeah for especially because it's supposed to be a pre um but they went hardcore with the homosexuality they, yeah the, the doctor and the engineer are together they're mm-hmm. gay the men mm-hmm. then you got mm-hmm. the the girl that's on the show who who's a trill yeah whose boyfriend died yeah. but he was a trill and he yeah lives, so, you know yeah. And, and yeah she's a they yeah so they're doing that voyager is probably the one that's like it, what you're talking about, Dan? Like, I don't think Voyager did too much for. Hmm. Wasn't my favorite one. I, 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 like I, I watched I like it because I have them though. getting stuck out really far in space. No, the, cool. the show the storytelling. It was a different thing, though. Like, there was not really a lot of moral. Those story. are all on at the same time too, towards the end of Next Generation. Voyager came out after Deep Space Nine. Yeah, but like, I remember like those right being after. on reruns a lot too. So like, on like what was it, UPN or Thirty Eight or yeah. something like that, like. It'd be on all the time. Who would... Okay, so Next Generation. Yeah, let's fo- let's bring it back to Next Generation. That's what you're watching. I'm on episode four or five, season five. Who's your favorite well, character? 125 episodes. So you, so you, Captain Picard, is he your guy? 
I think Picard is probably one of my favorites um, because he's just kind of a badass and he's bald and then he wears like deep v-necks uh when he leaves when he's not oh yeah no, like, he's a sexy hair. kid he's oh you mean kid. when he's on shore leave yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The deep, he's wearing, like, like a, when he's on risa a bunch of books so yeah. mac, mac is you know will occasionally text me when he's watching an episode that he does like <laughs> yeah. he'll be like oh he'll be like i'm starting to see why you like this show <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. one of them one of them's when picard's on risa yeah. yeah. For, for for all of you out there who, for some reason, wouldn't know, <laughs> the Ryza system is the pleasure planet. Yeah. Right. Yes. And they've the got par- these the party planet. They've got these little like tiki dolls that you put out next to your la- like you, you're in a lounge chair, just like at a like at a hotel or a resort, and you put a tiki doll out, and that just basically means you want someone to come and sexually pleasure yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have like an entire yeah. society of these people that like they're they want to have sex, and that's, that's all they it. that that they love it and. If you've got one of those tiki dolls out, that what do you want? Guy, right. girl, five, six? Yeah. What are you in for? So it's, uh, you know. Picard didn't know that, and then Riker. Told well, it's him not to, his. Uh, Riker yeah. is my favorite person. Period. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. I like, I like Riker too. Uh, he has no beard. His first facial season. hair is weird, but that's yeah, no, weird. the no beard I don't like. I like, oh, beard, I a, like bearded. Yeah, he, so I haven't seen that. But. That's the first season. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I do yeah. remember that was yeah. 125 episodes ago. But yeah, um, no, I know. Does, uh, but his facial hair is weird though. But I do like. I like it. it. Yeah. You think it's weird? It's like a it's standard just like, beard. Uh, it's just like it's too thin on the straps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very nice. It's federation. Yeah, it's very nice. It's, feder- it's federation. I remember quality. being thick and lush. It's probably know what you're just about. like it's regulation. It's regulation. Thank it's re- you. It's a regulation cut for yeah. the military. Yeah. That's yeah. Why. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an eaten pussy one. <laughs> he's very goddamn. He's yeah. very by the book. Yeah. Yeah. But he fucks. He's him, a, he's a ladies Deanna. man. Rikers be fucking. Yeah, he's, he's a ladies man. Him and Deanna are probably my favorite. They have a scene where they're. No, no, no. Deanna's That's the, Gyna. the Gyna. Yeah, the counselor. counselor. I mixed yeah. out those two names. They, in Whoopi one of the Goldberg. movies, they're in a hot tub together after their wedding, and they just they, they imply wanna, that they were getting it on. Okay, so I want to say that I want to say that what you're talking about is uh, first concept. Star Trek Insurrection or Insurrection. It is and that after first planet contact. that they're on is 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 radiating a rejuvenating. <laughs> some sort of DNA rejuvenating thing that makes them all younger. So like Worf starts like going through puberty, it's like skin's breaking out and he's getting all aggressive. And like there the are doctor, so many good episodes. This is a movie though. No, I know. I'm Doc- just thinking about good episodes. Doctor Crusher and uh, Deanna Troy are getting all hot, and their boobs are getting firm, and they're like, <laughs> oh, you know, they're like getting horny. And then I believe. Uh, that's the episode where they're like right, like they show Riker in bed in the tub with Deanna Troy, and she's shaving his beard because it's like he's young again. I, that was is that the oh, I got to I'm check not, the facts on that, but I, I think know. I think she shaves his beard in that movie, and it's the first there, time he. There's gets a lot of good episodes in this generation too that are very memorable for me. I, lots, right. lots of good time episodes too, yeah. and yeah. They, I, so what I guess what I like about it, it does cover a lot, like not even just social issues, but like one episode can be this goofy ass episode. Mm-hmm. And then the next episode is like an action-packed fighting episode the whole time, and yeah. then it's another one where like one person gets separated and they have to go rescue him, and then there's like a government search, episode. A search and episode. rescue, yeah, holodeck episodes, which I don't like. But yeah, he doesn't like he doesn't like stupid. a fistful of data is when data's oh, program <laughs> gets crossed <laughs> yeah. with the holodeck. He thinks like he's that. the fastest. He is literally the fastest gun in the there world. There was yeah. one. There was one that always freaked me out as a kid, and it's um. 
uh, it's where this one girl is almost like being chased by a ghost blonde girl. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And she keeps seeing her all over the ship, but nobody else can see her. And she keeps causing trouble and getting the little girl in trouble. I think I you were you were that. probably getting a, that at the time, like when you watched that when you were a kid. Yeah. Pol- Poltergeist was oh, probably on, yeah, it and you was were probably too. like, "It's too bad. much. It's it Poltergeist too much. on Star yeah. Trek." Yeah. I have a thing with ghosts. I don't like ghosts. Yeah. Well, yeah. you live in a supposedly a haunted house. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite character, Dan? Um, I like uh, for next generation. Next generation. I like Data. Oh, yeah. Data's really cool too. Data's cool because Data. Data's my guy too. He's got some good history. Yeah. And he could fight too. He's strong. Like you can't. You Dr. can't fuck with him. He could figure out any situation in a millisecond. He can do yeah. everything. I did enjoy the episode where he had a girlfriend. And he was like <laughs> yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah, he wants to like please her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, but I don't understand. His creator is Doctor Song. Soon, soon. Thank you, Doctor Noonien. Soon. That's right. I'm well. Who's you your say, favorite I'm, character? I'm, oh, I'm you anatomically like. Riker and, and I like Riker. I don't know if I could. I think I like Riker and Deanna like as a couple. Mm-hmm. Like they're, you know what I mean. But I don't know. I know who Chris's favorite is. I don't know that I could actually choose a well, favorite. Okay, not favorite guy character, but your favorite chick character is Beverly Crusher. Oh yeah, you've Do- loved her Gates, forever. Gates McFadden all day, Doctor Beverly Crusher. Season two I had of a Star thing Trek for for uh, for Wesley. Little Wes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was a kid. Yeah, so right. He's right. a good guy now. You know what I mean. Will, Will Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton? Yeah. Uh, He's yeah. still good looking. He does he does the after show for Discovery and Picard. Yeah, I know. It's called the Ready Room. Yeah, I know. Which is like that's the captain's little room where he calls everyone in when this is a situation. Is everybody in my ready room now? And, oh, and then enter. Yeah, 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 table. Right. And then they, enter. Op- options. Yeah. <laughs> some will yeah, say right. this. Some will say that. Worf will say this is a, this is a dishonorable thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Data will say, but it's the most logical course of action, Captain. Uh, do, do you? All right. So one of my I think favorites, obviously the Klingon Civil War was great, and I know you guys warned me yeah. about that, and that was really cool. Um, Larissa and Beitor, the twins. Yeah, I liked how they, <laughs> they seduce Worf. They're all growling in circles. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They were. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> War. But how they awesome it is all. it? Like they were fighting. They're like killing each other, and then they're at the bar together. The best. They're like they're like the best. So they're like, "What are you doing? You're fighting these people." Like, tomorrow. Like, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow like, we'll be doing that. Yeah, yeah. That's tomorrow. Today we're celebrating that we're Klingon tomorrow. warriors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very. Yeah. Vi- the Klingons, you know, you watch. It's tough to. It's tough to like put them. You know, I, I used to try to put the different aliens akin to, uh, like, ethnic groups here like on Earth. Vikings, almost. So like, it, you, you think they're like the Russians because they're like the super military power, but then they're also very like samurai-ish because they're all about like you know they have honor la- and- yeah honor and they have like you know. They have laser guns and shit, but when when it comes down to it, they'd rather beam on your ship and fight you with yeah, sword. Yeah, fight. So yeah, that's how they like to do it. And you know, they yell, "Today's a good day to die." You know, they're like they're ready to fucking stove go. a core. So you know, they're, they're kind of like Russians in the '80s, I guess, <laughs> but they're kind of like Vikings at yeah. their at their peak too. I think they're like Vikings, but a little bit like samurai too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so they're like a blend of. Things from our culture. I think that every one of them is our blend. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, they like cherry picked some pretty cool and then meshed them all together. No, the Romulans are literally. The Roman Empire. They're literally. I think Rome has a story of like two boys. Yeah, Romulus Romulus and Remus. Remus, Right. And that's what. what Raised by wolves. That's what Romulus 
they have the planets Romulus and Remus, which mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, these people have developed outside of Earth. Mm. Why would they name their planet? And the whole thing is like the Roman civilization. They've got the Senate. Yeah. They've got this. They've got that. Yeah. Like, the, they could have... They could have sold me on all of it, like keeping it like Rome. Just don't call it Romulus and Remus. Call it something else. Yeah, it's yeah. not related. Yeah, maybe they yeah. knew the story and they named it that. I have some course, theories that I'll course. get to towards the end of our conversation, but I do think. Um, so another episode that I just watched that I really liked was I think I forget her name sort of, but it, her name was Ashlyn Rowe or Ensign Rowe. Ensign Rowe. Ensign Rowe. Laren. And uh, where they have uh, they have they use their family name uh, first, like the Chinese. Yeah, 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 yeah. So her name is actually Laren, but it's Ensign Row Laren. Yeah, and so they she's a they bring her from jail because she's yeah. a troublemaker. She's ex maquis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that one where they they brought her in, and then they found out there was like a conspiracy plot, and that other dude was sneaking around, and that mm-hmm. one was a cool episode. I really like. They that. have some good ones. you so she's Bajoran. Yes, yeah. she's Bajoran. And the Bajoran. And like a, she's a badass. Yeah. The Bajoran. Okay, so there's another social issue. Mm-hmm. Okay, you talk about, uh, you You know, we don't have to name countries because we've all done it at one point or another, right? Like the United yeah. States occupied the United States. Yeah. Then we took it over. Now it's ours. Um, but basically when, you know, right now you've got the Ukraine and Russia, like Russia's building up an army. If they want, they're going to, occupy the ukraine and make it one of their territories right it's going to be under their protection technically it was right (laughs) and and so all that stuff that they're talking about it's kind of like the nazis it's kind of like it's just the way human beings have done it the big the bigger countries take or empires take over whoever's got the guns yeah they go they take it and they say okay where are you now you guys are part of us now you have to follow our laws our ways yeah no more doing your religion so so in star trek Deep Space Nine, there's a it, Deep Space Nine orbits the planet Bajor, and Bajor has been occupied by the Cardassians, who right. are a super militant, super. They're very, very Nazi-ish. Uh, I don't know, fascist. I don't know. They, they're for Cardassia. Yeah. Okay. And, and they're led by Kim Kardashian. <laughs> no, but when when the card when the Kardashian make fun of the Kardashians. Yeah, they get crossed all the time now. <laughs> so uh they'll show like a Kardashian with like a fat ass. And yeah, they'll yeah. be like, Oh, this is what happens when you let these people settle on a planet. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. But that if you watch Deep Space Nine, the whole a lot of the backstory of the show is about the occupation of Bajor by Cardassia and how the the, the Bajorans are basically resistance fighters, yeah, aka terrorists, right? Right, right. Um, to them, they're resistance, they're freedom fighters, but to the Cardassians, they're terrorists. Right. And the whole show, all that that's going on, you know, it's it's in the backdrop throughout the whole time. Well, it's after it I happened, like but it's in the backdrop. Yeah, and then there's like a. There's a territory, like a territory of space, basically, where the people live, colonists, right? Some are Cardassian, some are Federation, which means they could be from any planet, whatever, yeah. but they're just not Cardassian. And basically what happens is, like, the the Federation decides that mm, this is no longer a strategic position for us to hold because we, it does. So they pull out their troops, basically, and this space is now a power vacuum, okay? And so it's like that's when the Maquis come into play and then there's all mm-hmm. these other groups trying to take over. But, I mean, Star Trek shows that on the show. So it's like, shows you like, hey, you can't just go into an area, fucking set up, let it, you know, yeah, yeah, put yeah. your army up, let everyone get comfortable and then pull out because then some other asshole is going to show up and who knows what the fuck happens. Right. 
right. You know? So it's just such a good show, man. So many things. Dan, what's your what's a favorite episode for you? I um, there's one where they're on this planet. It's an early episode where like um, this old man and his wife are on this planet oh, and they keep yeah. shooting them mm. with this thing and he like killed that whole race of people he annihilated the yeah whole it's a really weird episode that doesn't seem like it, he's not real or she's not she's real. not real and it's not what it seems he's like a q almost and like yeah and they have like a yeah okay so any episode with q all right and also john delancey this one with this actor um was in the friday the 13th movie peter mark richmond he's like a rich guy from like the 1980s and like he gets stuck in like cryostasis or something, and mm. then they thaw him out, and he's like, "What am I doing here? I need my banker. Call my lawyer." <laughs> They're like, "We can't do that. It's the year twenty whatever." You I know? love it when they thaw people. They've done that on the yeah. show before. They thaw people yeah. out two hundred years, three hundred years later. And like, yeah. for, of course, like um, on Voyager, they found Amelia Earhart. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I like. Uh, I just like. Uh, I don't know. I could. I want to watch it again because it's been a while since I've watched Next Generation. I think. Yeah. It's, There's uh, so many episodes. Yeah, it's so many episodes. So many weird, like, like dignitaries come onto the ship. Yeah. They have to, like, learn their customs. Isn't yeah. Why don't they learn their customs? Fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. learn humans' customs. Manners. Yeah. Manners. Yeah. It's just being nice. It's it's manners. Reaching it's out. Why, it's why when I go to another country, I learn the basics of their language to show them that, like, I respect their ways. Yeah. Common ground. Dan's just like... If you go to their country, though. Angry. If they come to your country... Even if they come here, I want to show them that, I, like, if I meet somebody from, like, for instance, I speak some pretty good Spanish now, and more than I used to, anyway. And my homeboy down at the Y, Carlos, is from Colombia, Carlito. And I talk Spanish to him because it's like, it's just like a little bit of a sign of respect. Show him I know about his culture. And, you know, just say, he's aquí las cucarachas <laughs> dos semanas sin agua y sin comida. <laughs> it's a sign of equality. Hey, uh, you know what I like too on Star Trek is the replicator that you can make it. That's huge. fucking cool. They make a hot fudge sundae. Yeah, like very cool. But yeah. it's made from your own shit. No, it's made from anything, but they do ev- recycle the yeah, poop they were, and the pee. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Everything on the ship just gets recycled. Yeah, there's some there's some stuff in Star Trek. You could poke holes in it. Like um I do love the replicator technology and people people like they're like why why is there no money in the future like why don't they need it and I was like well why do we need money now it's like transportation energy and stuff like that if you had unlimited energy mm-hmm. and you could get from point A to point B whenever you wanted to and you could just manufacture anything they, you want listen, from yeah. they work harder they get a better life too though yeah. you have to like take care of, if you like want to live on a planet without any like civilization you got to take care of your family if you want to like it's get, not all roads if you want a better life you become a better um starfleet you know officer or whatever mm-hmm. you know what i forgot to bring i was gonna bring a bottle a vintage bottle of ramen, ramen, ramen ale, ale that i brewed back in like 2007 2005 it's, it's outlawed in this part of the galaxy and it says it doesn't say ramen ale in the bottle no i had i designed it to say um ale and then it said romulus or whatever yeah um, and it said like circa, you know, 23, whatever. Yeah. Um, I've it was seen very, it. It's very, um, authentic looking. 2309 is considered the vintage <laughs> Klingon blood wine year. If you have a barrel of 2309 blood wine, oh, you're a baller. That's it. I like seeing Klingons eat. Yeah. If you, you like wa- watching if you, me you know, eat. Let's, oh, let's I, one quiz more thing. You know Worf. Worf is great because like, he's like a, a honorary Kling, honored Klingon, but at the same time, like he doesn't really he's fit in with them because yeah. he's not. Yeah, like, he's, he's not half, but he's been raised by 
That's oh, a crazy that's what thing. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. I like. But that he still looks at like Klingon. He'll be like, "Fuck you if you think that I'm not a Klingon." Too. Right. Right. His instincts on, are Klingon. He has a chip yeah. on his shoulder, and he has to like work hard around them to prove that he's as Klingon as they are. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Which. He is, because he'll fuck you up. Is that, <laughs> that guy's still alive. Michael oh, yeah. Dorn. Oh, Michael yeah. Dorn. He was in something recently that I saw, they're, and he had a mask that covered his, like, up to here. That's funny. And I'm like, this is fucking war. There's, the, he's <laughs> wicked. Have you ever seen him without the makeup? He's a, he's a looker. He's, an, he's, Chicks yeah, dig he's him. good looking. Good. Let's get yeah, a picture. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, there's talk right now, okay, because obviously when I wake up in the morning and I come to my senses, the first thing I do is check... Uh, you know, check the you know what what's what has popped up on my phone, and sure enough, the other day they were like Michael Dorn says he will, he would do a Wharf because uh, <gasps> they're talking about doing a Wharf series. Oh my! They God. do like, everything now. Like, I, I know. I, yeah, it's great. I'd watch that in a heartbeat. I don't hate it. Like his story, I do like. Yeah, yeah like well, they're doing um like Picard right now is. Everybody came back. This is him Picard. old, but Picard, Picard, uh, I don't think Michael Dorn was on. No, but everybody else, like, no. everybody. But, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like, Riker was well, on. Gates like, McFadden wasn't on. Imagine, I gotta watch it again. I've seen, like, a couple Picard episodes. is a show that takes place in, like, Captain Picard's present day, so he's, like, retired, and old, if you yeah. know anything about him, you know that he owns the Picard vineyard in, in France that, mm-hmm. bre- that they, you know, what, what do you call wine when you make wine? Is it brewing wine? Is it? Mm. manufacturing wine you know, you know a scissor you make, maker is you called make a, wine it's a called put a put it together a put it together that's crazy it's a scissor maker <laughs> well i thought you were talking about like when two chicks rub their vaginas <laughs> together <laughs> that's, that's nice too that's the scissor mo- maneuver that's a scissor you're like maneuver, that's what yeah. i'm familiar with yeah I, I my favorite or something? my favorite episodes of star trek are like obviously the sex ones but other ones too but like I like all the Q episodes. Q's, Q. Q's he he's a, coming in season two of Picard. So Picard's like, back now, yeah. Jump, like great. in real life, in real life, how old is Patrick Stewart? Like eighties. And John might, Delancey's like sixty five. He might be eighty. He right? might be eighty. So no, he's, he's older than he's 80. young. He's younger than Shatner. I know that. But whatever he is, he's an old fuck, right? He's old yeah. as shit. So he is shooting this movie. You know, he's doing the show, but they have to like, you know. You know, he can't do any of the action scenes. Is that one scene where the guy's going to fence him? He's still spry. He's still spry. No, he's still yeah, he's still in pretty good shape, I think. But John he's Delancey, who re- he's plays retired, Q, he's he bitter. He's he's a he's like a bitter retired admiral that yeah. like he's Starfleet. The, the Starfleet that he knew and loved is no more, and and he won't stand for it. And so they like he like resigns, and they they like just say, "All right, we'll go ahead." And yeah, so yeah. he just retires off to his vineyard to be miserable, and then like. Basically, he's tied in with Romulus. He in, inevitably in all the Star Trek timelines, somehow Romulus just keeps getting blown up. Doesn't matter yeah. how many times they yeah. change it; it just it's, keeps happening. It's destiny. So, like Romulus blows up at some point in his life, and it happens in all the different Star Trek universes and timelines, and blah blah blah. And and anyway, so he's got these people there that live with him, and the show is centered around that, and it's a good show. I like it. Uh, but like now they're they're gonna say okay well let's give Worf a show right and it's yeah. like well who's I mean Worf is cool right but like does Data then get a show does everybody get I mean well Worf he could play Worf because he's older Data's not supposed to be older yeah so. yeah Data, he's gonna be Data was in wait in Picard, Picard and yeah. he looked older yeah they did their best like but they he did their older. best but, but he looked but Data died but 
So the actor. No, they had a they had a they flashback. had a flashback, and then the, the yeah. actor. But the like, actor played him. Brent Spiner. Brent Spiner is playing him um, like a like a regular human, I think. Okay, do you know the movie Independence Day? Yes. The yeah, ner- the that. nerdy doctor with the long hair and the glasses that that dissects the aliens. That's Data. No way. Yeah. Yep. Look yeah. at it on the look at it, on look it again. I never yeah. even Spiner. realized. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Because you don't know him, motherfucker. Because you never watched Star Trek <laughs> until this year. So back then, you were like, "Who's this weird guy with the glasses so and the white hair?" We're like, "It's Zeta." So is is Riker is Riker retired in the new show? The new no Riker. So on Picard, Riker still is. He's an, he's admiral, an admiral because he shows yeah. up with a fleet when the Romulan, like this, the, not the Romulan government, but like the Shadow government, the. Uh, what are the the Tal Shire, the Tal Shire? There's even like a Tal Shire. Yeah. There's like a sub level of Tal Shire that's even more secretive, and they show up with like a thousand Romulan warbirds, and they're gonna wipe out this fucking AI planet. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Riker shows up with a fleet of Federation ships and drops <laughs> drops one of his badass lines like, "Go ahead, like we're through Dude. we're through fighting with you bastards. Yeah. <laughs> Just like fire all everything we've got. Yeah, yeah. Broadside them, you know. Yeah." Yeah, I see it now. I see it yeah. now. Holy yeah, that's shit. data, baby. That's wild. What an, what range? So, oh yeah. Oh, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. If you watch cool the show, too. if you watch the show, a lot of them are really good actors. I mean, yeah, no, the acting is fine in it. Yeah. Wow. Some of the uh, the character the outside characters that come in aren't great, but like the the show characters are good. Yeah. They're doing what they got to do. That was one of those shows where, like, if you're a character actor in Hollywood, you get around on Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a chance in Star Trek. Especially in makeup or whatever. Like, there's a lot of makeup effects in the show. I think it's changed so many people's lives and perspectives. It just doesn't... You know, I don't think it gets enough credit in, like, mainstream society, even though it's so mainstream. Because it's like... You see these people that, like, walk around in uniform. Oh, yeah. And, like, they did the episode Trekkies. But they, they, those, those, um, there's like people that walk around in uniform, those uniforms, Federation uniforms. They said, I love the, hurt okay, the movie trackies. Really? They said they were so uncomfortable mm. that they were so happy that when oh, they the jumpsuits, they were the one, they were one yeah. piece at first. Yeah. The they, onesies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were one piece. They, 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 they like, wait, it hurt season, the ba- their backs. Two, they were stuff. like, it was awful. So when we do another episode, we should do an episode on trekkies. Because yeah. the show, there was a movie Trekkies and Trekkies Two that follows the lives of these people. And just like Trekkies in general are really interesting people. One of the guys, he was like a kid on the first one, and then the second one, he's an adult with a wife, but nobody ever thought he'd get laid because he was like <laughs> I will, nerdy. I, I will say this. Uh, you you can attest to this because you used to, used to go out with me regularly yes. to the bar, yep. and I used to show up, but I used like if you anyone who knows me knows I pretty much dress like a biker, I guess, right? Is that what you'd say? <laughs> yeah, I guess. More or less, right? Leather coat. Leather yeah. coat, jeans. Used to be leather pants, assless chaps, yeah, just leather pants, <laughs> Viking beard. But I always like when I was in like there was like a ten year period where I had a, a Star Trek: The Next Generation communicator badge on my leather jacket when I went out, and when it was you, specifically for like if anybody if there were girls out there that liked Star Trek, they would be like, yeah, it's like a, it's like shooting a it's flare. Geek up. Bait. Right. That's what Kingsley calls it, nerd bait. Yeah, it's, yeah. it was nerd, nerd bait. bait. It exactly. definitely was nerd bait. Um, so I used to do that, but I. The girl I'm dating right now, uh, she was talking to me about, like, you know, we like each other or whatever. And she's like, what, you know, well, I don't know, one night she might have been drinking or something. She's like, what do, you, what do you think if we ever got married? What would it be like? And I was like, well, it's never going to happen. But uh, if it, I'll tell you what, if it did, no, the only way I'm doing it, and I mean the fucking only way I'm doing it, and you're going to have to officiate it, is I'm going to do an exact re- 
recreation. recreation of Worf and Dax's wedding from Deep Space Nine. <laughs> and... And it's what is the that most, like? It's what the most that? romantic thing I've ever and seen. I shall officiate. It's just basically like they're talking about how like the the like Adam and Eve story of, of the Klingons essentially, right? And so they're like, in the beginning, the gods made the Klingon heart. <laughs> and it beat viciously and fiercely and loud. And but the Klingon heart was alone. And so they broke a piece off and made another heart and that's the female heart right and and they're both so fierce and tough that the, like they're fighting with swords and yeah. it's like the guy is trying to like kill the kill the female with a sword and she like blocks it and she says wait if we join forces nothing can stop us <laughs> and he says you're right and then they kill the gods and and every the whole world the whole universe trembled because for the first time man in Klingon the, the nothing can stop the beating of two Klingon hearts right and so uh, so wait a second they have to take vows they aren't acting they're acting this out are you acting this out I'm gonna act this this scene of the show I'm we're gonna bat lifts I don't we're not gonna do the makeup but we're gonna have yeah, the bat no, lifts bat lifts costume and like, we can do the ever, makeup if we can do the makeup <laughs> we could and and so like. So Can I be one of the gods that gets killed? No, 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 no. They're not part of the I, ceremony. After, after you I, can be on the road to Calhaya, though, which is the <laughs> which is like the bachelor party yeah, version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. get like all fucking. Um, I don't know. It's like they get in like a sweat lodge thing going on, and they just get all trippy. And for like three yeah. days, they go, they starve themselves and sweat out in a sweat lodge. Can I say something about something you said I, before? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, what were you gonna say? It's like it's like the uh, Klingon version of ayahuasca. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. So in the original show, they sh- they had some Klingon episodes, yes. and we're talking about the mold they set for the you know for for what's to come. But that was flexible because the Klingons. Were like more human. They look like Italian dudes with little thin mustaches. In the original show, they didn't have the yeah, forehead makeup. Not and at so all. And so later on, they kind of explained that like something got into the genetics of Klingons because yeah. Star Trek when they, Enterprise season right, four. When they brought Worf into their next when Next Generation started the first episode, and Worf, a Klingon, was in the. Well, it was actually Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock when Christopher Lloyd played. You're right. Okay, that's the first time you saw that makeup. Bingo. So. I wonder. I've always wondered, like Doc did Brown just, from it. Did they just decide that they were gonna they were gonna make Klingons look cooler for this movie? Probably, probably, because the original was so shitty. They tried but to like, just play it off, and they just tried to play it off. But then later on, they actually make a storyline for I'm it. I'm glad they did because the Klingon females, man, <sighs> yeah, they have sharp teeth. <laughs> They'll get you. But they yeah. didn't even have sharp teeth. You gotta get in the over it. Show. <laughs> have you? You've never seen them in the original show. They just look like dudes. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they just look like dudes. That the, can dudes. They evolved for. Uh, there's an episode called "The Trouble with Tribbles." It's famous oh, in the Star Trek community, and essentially yes. what happens is is that the Klingons and the Federation are docked at well, the Enterprise and a starship from the Klingon Empire are docked at like a neutral station, and they're I don't know doing like a maybe like a trait like a arm summit or a trade yeah. summit where like this this group is going to join one of the two. And it's neutral for now, but, you know, what's going to happen? And so, like, the, all the officers are under orders not to get into any fights or any bullshit. <laughs> Kirk's been like, hey, we're not, we're not playing no shit, right? And so they're out there in the bar, and the Klingons are drinking, and the Federations are drinking, and they're mouthing off to each other and, and keep going. You know, things are getting hot. And Scotty's, like, telling everybody, like, calm down, calm down, right? Like, no one's going to do anything. <coughs> And then one of the Klingons says, like, that 
says the captain's the it says something bad about Captain Kirk and Scotty's just like, let it go, man. Let it go, lads. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. And then oh, the next lad. thing, the next thing out of his mouth is he's like, and then that ship you're flying, he's like, it looks like a garbage scowl. And then you see Scotty's face like he's losing it. And then the next thing, the Klingon's like, you know what? It's not a garbage scowl. It should be hauled by a garbage scowl. And fucking, that's it. Fist fight in the middle of the bar. <laughs> Klingons versus the... And it's like the worst choreographed fight you've ever seen oh, on television. 100%. It's like guys are like wrestling each other. Punches are like, fought like five feet. Oh, it's, it's awful, but awesome. Yeah. It's a, it's a fucking doozy. I like in the original Star Trek, Dan, do you remember? I don't know if you remember the original, but they did it. I think it's episode two, season one of Next Generation. That's just off the top of my head. But the fucking episode where, like, the the, um, the Enterprise gets there's something wrong with the environmental scrubber or something, or they get a virus or something, and it's, it's converting the air they're breathing directly into alcohol somehow, so they're all getting shit-faced, mm-hmm. just, just, yes. just metabolizing, yeah. and it's getting worse and worse, so some of them are like dying from alcohol poison, but other, others are just hammered, and so they're like killing each other and acting crazy, and so like on Star Trek The Next Generation, that happened, and like they had to like find in the data book like wh- what happened, like I yeah. remember this happening before on the original show. Well, in Next Generation, Kirk's Enterprise is like legendary to them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they like they they look up to them. It, in the in Kirk's Enterprise is legendary in the Star Trek universe. Yeah. Captain yeah. Kirk is legendary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The temporal agents hate him. He's they don't really talk. Incursions, the biggest file. In the biggest file. In oh, the, you, the you know what's funny is uh, in the original show, the title they said. No, when no man has gone before. Yeah. Yes. And in, they in 1988, it. they changed it to when no one has gone no before. One. Very it's interesting because very progressive for 1988. Very it could yeah. easily have said man again because it's not today where somebody would be like, what the fuck? Let me say this about that too. You mentioned earlier Whoopi Goldberg. Okay. Yeah. She's a pretty legit actress. Yes. Especially yeah. in, the, in the 80s, right? right. She, that was 90s was her heyday. I'm saying late 80s, early yeah. 90s is probably her peak, right? Yeah. So basically, the story goes that getting back to Nichelle Nichols and equality and like yeah, Star she Trek loved and all her. that. She when the, when the show got canceled, she was like Nichelle Nichols, the one who played Yohora, had like like a you know got a picture of a young actress, right? Like she felt like down on her luck, like ah oh, man, that sucked. I just had a role, and now I have to go get some other role. Yeah. And like she basically quit the show or didn't think she was going to do it. And Martin Luther King showed up at her house and said. And who, you know, Martin Luther King's probably like the biggest activist for rights. equal rights yeah. during that time, possibly well, history, ever. possibly ever. history yeah. for that, for that issue. And anyway, he says to her, like, you are Nichelle Nichols. He's like, Nichelle, you don't understand. You're a woman and you're black and you're on the television telling white guys what to do. Like, this is an important message that need, like this need, we're all equal, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, in the background, NASA had those black ladies doing the math to right. land on the moon, but no one knew about no it until knew. they made the movie last year. Yeah. But um, so when Star Trek The Next Generation came out, they did a pretty good job of the mixed race cast and all that, right? But Whoopi Goldberg wanted to be on the show. And so she, her agent was like calling them and saying like, hey, Whoopi wants to do the show. And they were like, they thought it was a prank or a joke well, or whatever. Well, she talked to her and said, I'd never seen another woman. They like, yeah. They invented the role for the bartender for her for, to be on the show. Isn't so. she like a Q, too? She's something like no, that. She lives, a long, yeah, she, she lives a long time. She lives a long time. She's in the new show I saw on Picard this new season. She was on Picard, yeah. 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 When, when they announced Picard, they had him on The View, right? That's mm-hmm. Whoopi's show. Mm-hmm. And on the show, he asked on air if she would 
do season two and put her on the spot. So oh, she wow. She said yes. But, oh, nice. Yeah, it was emotional. I was like, get back in there, Tear. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, Q. Hey, by the way, I met him. He's super you tall. You met John Delancey? Yeah, he's like six foot five. Why him and his that? wife, I got a signed picture from him. Anyways, he... um he You own this? Um, no, because I sold my autograph, a <sighs> hundred autographs, when I was on drugs. Fuck. They were addressed to me. <laughs> they were written to me, only from me, and I sold it like a fucking idiot at the time, because... I wanted, I wanted that one, on, I was, one pill, probably. I was yeah. going to add that Fucking on the Mother list. Dan would have had to buy it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. It's a like, tough sell. It's funny like, how like weak-minded you can be like in your 20s, and then like now I'm almost 40, and I'm like... Well, you're also I would, under the influence of a very powerful narcotic at the time. Yeah. It just... I don't know. I, I mean, I just wouldn't... I wouldn't prioritize that in my life now like I would back then, like... Like, ooh, I gotta feel good. Like, I can feel good without that shit. But anyways, um, what were we talking about? Just that Star Trek's Star fucking Trek. awesome, and if you haven't watched it, you should. Yeah, if you haven't watched Star Trek, I, I feel sorry for people who haven't watched certain things. If you haven't watched The Sopranos, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we should line the two of those up together. No. Sopranos is like one of the greatest shows of all time. It is. I don't, I don't, so I don't great. agree. The Sopranos is I like agree a with cool, you. It's so quotable. It's a cool mafia show, but ultimately it's about like people that are like, you know... I don't agree. They kill well, other people. They're awful people. Be, yeah, yeah, but it's show. also like the acting is fucking. Well, the acting is oh, good. I'm not so saying good. it's not. It's just not. Polly mm, Sidebar. You, know, you, know, you, like, you don't want I it. can't yeah. sit here and defend Sopranos and right. track. Sopranos is so good. You know it's good. You just don't like it because I've no, watched I it a million times. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah but what I'm, saying you, is, what I'm saying is that Star Trek ultimately, right, for me, shows human beings what's possible if we... If we listen to the better angels of our nature, basically, if we oh, if we work together and we stop the infighting, we could achieve. Like it's, it's. I've said it a million times. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why has nobody come up with the idea for Russia and the United States to form a joint superpower? Right. Mm. I mean, I get. Can't. I get the ideologies that they put in place to try to keep us like apart because they just showed it on Kingsman the other day. One, we've, one got of them create, would try to... we've got to create two equal powers in the world to keep the economy and the war machine going. No, one of them would try to take over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but they're what, already trying to. But what I'm saying is, why does that have to be the case? Well, if that happens, that's okay because it just means that the next generation of people will all be this one thing. But the bad thing is, is that one of the ideals gets lost, you know? And both ideals have some good stuff in them. It's just not. Great. Can we talk about technology too? Because Technology's a lot of technology huge. in the sh- original show Let's is, go over a couple is around today. Well, okay. So 2001 A Space Odyssey also especially had that where they had like tablets and shit. Like even said IBM on them. Like tablets. Legit tablets. But the show had stuff like, you know, like... Uh, flip phone. Like the flip phone, which was the communicator. Oh, God. I'm, I'm never oh. going to complain about that. I have a communicator at my house, so this is where it is. Yeah, so they had tricorder, which, like, analyzed shit, and, like, you know... The tricorder is still a stretch, but the stuff that they did, like, the the way that the flip phone looked, the... It's better now. Motion-activated doors were on Star Trek. Motion-activated doors. We went to the supermarket. Like, I remember my grandfather talking about it, and he's like, we went to the supermarket one... Like, I remember being, like, very little... Yeah. And the, the supermarket doors opened up automatically. I think I was like using the force on them or whatever. But like <laughs> my grandfather was like, look at that kid. We're living in the future. 
He's like, the door, <laughs> the door opens itself when you get near it. It senses you. And you didn't even think like, about that. Huh? I was like, yeah, yeah it's Papu, just like, that's yeah, the right. grocery store. Like, what? Yeah. But to him, that was, a, that was amazing. Amazing, yeah. You know, like, I haven't been alive where that's not the Not case. a thing. No, yeah, right, right, right. right. I, remember I don't have a memory of it. Yeah, same. Okay, also another thing is like, um, some of the times in the show, the doctors would do like transplants and shit mm-hmm. like that and do mm-hmm. crazy surgeries. And that's becoming more of a thing now. Well, like yeah. Picard had a straight up artificial heart. Yeah. Yeah. And now, now somebody actually is walking around with a pig heart. And like eventually it'll be an artificial heart. And we've talked about this before. I'm disappointed right now in the progress of the artificial heart on Earth. Like, why do we not have an artificial heart that just fucking pumps? Because, because everybody is different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough one, but. You know, they make different size earbuds because every year is different. Just manufacture a different size heart. I think it would be more of a growing heart. You got to have some sort of like, you got to have some sort of like biosynthetic tissue to connect the vein to the heart. Chris, they do make tissue. They make tissue in a lab, right? Yeah. And they do have valves, pumps, all sorts of shit. Yeah. Pacemakers, defibrillators, everything like that runs a heart. So like they're close. It's just they don't have the whole package to just replace a heart with a mechanical one. Right. Yeah. One, one thing They're I love close. about one thing I love about Battlestar Galactica, which we'll talk oh. about that show another time. Uh, Wait. No. You, oh, I've seen, I've seen a little bit Wait, of Battlestar. Wait, the new Star. one? I've never seen it. Oh, Do yourself damn. a favor. I can't find it anywhere. Oh, I have it. I have it on, I have it on DVD. Good. I don't it's have a DVD really player. Good. That's the thing for me. Like I start watching it and then it's fucking gone. I have it on DVD. There's no excuses. Um... Do I have a DVD? Here's yeah. well, it's supposed to be really good. I have it on Apple. You I watched watch the original. Show. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched the original Battlestar Galactica because I bought no, it. That's no. brutal to watch. The, yeah, new, watch the, the new original. one is the new one's good. But but uh, but on Battlestar Galactica, Ooh, they, they have the Cylons yeah. who mm-hmm. basically their consciousness is downloaded into a brand new body when they die. Yeah, and I like that. But one thing I didn't dig about Star Trek, and I've always poked holes in it, was like season two the doctor gets that disease stupid old doctor whatever the yeah. fuck her name is that replaced gates mcfadden that was so season. weird why did you replace so she gets she gets like some sort of genetic aging disease that causes rapid aging right so she goes from being like 60 to being 90 in like a weekend right right and they're trying to like oh there's no cure we can't do it and then some genius figures out like wait a minute if we take one of her hairs from six weeks ago we can run it into the computer and then plug it into the buffer of the fucking transporter so and why just, do they do that for everybody make like a brand new one i'm like yeah why don't they just save everyone's pattern in the transporter and then make new ones you know and right like, yeah. picard could get there's redone. a 20 year old picard there you go done see ya i wish they had that Fooey it's coming wow it's happening i'd like to go back into my 21 20 year old body right now at almost 40 just like because like i gradually became 39 years old so like i want to go back into it just for a second just to see how horny i was like <laughs> you want to like, feel yeah. the biological i don't difference. think that's yeah. i don't think it's changed no I, it, has it, it has to, to change has somewhat to but i'm still pretty horny <laughs> <laughs> dude speaking of which my one of my favorite episodes you haven't seen it yet is uh in the original in the original star trek and I, I had t- one time I had T-shirts made up with Spock doing a live long and prosper. And I had one for me and one for my boy, Mark, and I had a custom made way before like that was a thing. So mm-hmm. it cost some money. But they said um, something like it's the pond far talking. <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember. The- you yeah, remember the shirt that? Oh that. Yeah. So so um, basically pond far is like the, the Vulcans only mate once every seven years. That's their like cycle. But like when they hit that seven year cycle, if they don't have the release, they go 
batshit crazy and start yeah. killing people murdering and so, uh, yeah and so like spock's like this like logical guy on the ship and then like you find out he's like hey yeah uh, we have to uh take a detour pretty soon to vulcan otherwise i'm gonna kill everyone on the ship <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> and so the pond far so good. So, i can like, relate to that throughout throughout periods of my life not, or, well, really. throughout periods of my life where i like i like was in a dry spell or whatever or i didn't have sex for a while like i'd be like getting super horny and i'd text my buddy i'd be like i have the pond far so bad right now <laughs> and you get it sometimes i'm like oh yeah. the pond far is fucking boiling over right now if i don't release it soon it's gonna get ugly um and so uh, you you don't know I, who, who do you think's the hottest chick in the star trek universe oh oh god this oh, is so easy no. seven to nine Oh, she's yeah. It's a, it's a seven, so nine. so it's, okay. it's the general consensus in is I, it's a coin toss uh, between trill. seven of nine. She's stacks. Hot. Oh. It's a coin toss between. Well, listen, they say it's a coin. There's four people that get brought up all the time. Okay, Nichelle Nichols in her prime because mm-hmm. okay, hello that skirt. Then yep, yeah, the mini skirts on the original Star Trek. Forget yeah, about it. Forget okay, about it. okay. So get your hushy off. Yeah. <laughs> Terry Farrell, who played Jadzia Dax mm-hmm. on Deep Space Nine, she's trill. a trill. Yes, right? love she her. She was like a super sexy oh, character. Fuck. You know the trill. You know the trills are Dan, uh, Sean. No, uh, they they have a symbi like a second brain. It's a slug, but it's like it connects symbiotically to their nervous system, and essentially it's connected to their brain. So all the memories and data and experiences of your life are logged onto this like slug. And when your biological body dies, it you transplant it into another trill. And that person is now like that, all that personality gets merged together. So Dax on the show can be a girl during certain time periods, but a guy during other time periods. Cause yes. Dax is the slug inside of her. Yeah. The trill. Yes, so I know that this now. chick mm-hmm. on this chick on Deep Space Nine, Jedzia Dax, she mm-hmm. used to be like a guy. Yeah. And she used to be yeah. a guy. Yep. And and she used to be like with the Klingons and fight with them and stuff. So she's like good that's who Worf marries. Okay. And she's like badass at fighting with a, a Batleth and stuff. So it's it's her Jer- Jerry Ryan, who plays Seven of Nine. Mm-hmm. Nichelle Nichols, yeah, you don't. Yeah. Have to, she that's seven of nine, Sean. She was smoking hot. Nichelle Nichols in her prime, and then Jolene Blaylock on Enterprise as T'Pol. Look up Jolene Blaylock. Yeah, hello. So, <laughs> so, so on on Enterprise. Wait, is, is Jerry this Ryan is like back a, from in the, the movie? Show? Yes, she, she looks good, right? She looks good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is from the movies, I think. The newer movies. That's, oh yeah, that's that's, you know, um, that's, that's Kirk's girlfriend. Kirk's, yeah, yeah. That's Kirk's mother, baby mama. Yeah. That's right. Doctor Carol Marcus. What about Kamala? I don't. Give me a picture. Oh, Deanna Troy. Too. Oh, she she played the queen on V, the show V with the reptiles. She's oh yeah, she's a right. she's a um, Brazilian actress. She's hot. Yeah. No, she doesn't what make it, the cut. I'm what sorry. about Deanna Troy? Deanna Troy is pretty hot. Deanna Troy's hot. Yeah. Yeah. So is uh, Crusher. They all get brought up, but I'm just telling you, the hottest one for me has got to be Jolene. Droxine. Jolene Blaylock. Yeah, I say Jerry Ryan. Droxine yeah. from the original. Let me see. Uh, oh, yeah. There was, a, there was a lot of bombshells in the oh, original. Oh, in the 60s oh, show? Like, show? They were yeah. wearing no clothes. Yeah, no. None. That was big in the 60s. That's the future. <clears throat> I hope so. It's, it's just warm all the time. Yeah. yeah. Hottest chick, Jolene Blaylock. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, probably I say seven to nine. Seven to nine. Jerry Ryan. Macca, you got limited experience, but you yeah. got you Shara Yar. Oh, Tasha, Tasha Yar. Tasha. 
Yeah, that's well. So she's oh, oh yeah, Tasha's yeah, yeah, sister. Yeah, that's yeah. wait a second, ain't that a... onesie? Yeah, I love she it. plays she plays Tasha. I love sister. a onesie. They wear a lot of onesies. Yeah, he wears a lot of onesies. That are tight like Halloween ones. Who's the hottest dude? Oh god, well, Matt, uh, Ashley Judd was maybe Riker. Riker. I'm gonna say Riker. Probably the hottest dude. Not even Shatner in his prime. Oh, uh, oh, she was good looking. Mm, yeah, Shatner in his prime was pretty good looking. What too. if you got a thing for an older gentleman? <laughs> you go for Picard. Like, yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah, good. chicks loved him. Good. He must have resounded well. They didn't replace him with another character. Yeah, right? no. And then they oh. made him. They made him. Uh, there are websites for everything. <laughs> Wait, were Bro, they going to replace Star Trek? Sexy, top twenty-five sexiest men on Star Trek. Of what, what's the list? What is it? Who's number one? No. I want to know. All right, let me hold up. Got to be Shatner. Well, they started at Could 25. I'm gonna so say it's. Be. I'm gonna say it's Riker. Could be. I'm guessing it's Riker. He's manly. He he is the manliest. He's tall yeah. too. Captain Lorca. Lorca oh, is 25. Oh. Yeah, he's number one. That's yeah. Fucking, uh, that's uh, what's yeah. His he's face a piece. There? Let me see. Oh, it's a bad picture, but I don't care. You yeah. think that he's from Discovery? No, I know who he is. Yeah. All right, who's number two? Data. Data's data. number two. What? Oh, women of fantasies about data. They like write stories about like. Oh yeah, there's fanfic about him like yeah. crazy. Right, so Riker's three. Riker's three. Okay, top three, not bad. Yeah. Who's, who's number one? Is it Shatner? No, no it was it was uh, Lorca. 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 What? Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. What? I'd do that in a heartbeat. The hottest guy in Star Trek of hey, all the guys Chris, is yeah. Captain Lorca? I have a chick yeah. for you, Chris. He's like a 50-year-old British guy who's like not even that. Get number out. four. Number four. Com- first Commander Chakotay. I mean, Chakotay? Oh, no. I don't know who oh, wrote this no. list. I don't like Chakotay. No. I don't Chakotay's like that. not even manly. No. I don't like that. He literally is on the show one time. He's like, I'm a gentle man. I don't believe in violence. Chris, not, who's, not for me. Who's the head of security <laughs> in the original, um, in the next generation? She was, uh, she died on that planet really gently. Tasha Yar. She died like so stupid, like this piece She's, of mud the, thing got the flown blob, at her. And the it, blob, yeah. Vader. The that blob, was a bad yeah. episode, but she died because she didn't want to be in the show anymore. Like she was like, she, she didn't want to do it. She threw it all away. Yeah. And like, she was pretty hot though too. She comes back, back as day. Admiral Sela though. Yeah, she yeah. does. Which is, she, a, which is a big role on the, in, in the storyline. Uh, yeah, right. I think she regretted it though because like, I think she just, it was a schedule of like keeping up with the show with that many episodes. I think she had a, uh, soap opera or something that wanted her and they like backed know. out after she like quit i don't know whatever she flushed her life down the toilet they were lucky to let her be admiral sila she did that one episode of dexter yeah yeah right do you remember mm-hmm. that she was yeah. the nurse yeah, that was nurse. poisoning she's on people. his table yeah 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 so Picard's at ten on this list. <sighs> Top ten. This is written by a woman, I think. Great. Or a very gay man. Somebody. Who doesn't know what a good guy, but there's good like, guy is? I don't, they, I don't know. Even LeVar Burton's I wouldn't give him Lorca. I, personally, I this wouldn't give This guy's number, number seven? Two. Who is he? No way. Is it Hugh? Oh, I like him. No, he's from Discovery, too. He's, uh, That's not a great picture. He's the other guy there. Oh, yeah. The, um, he's his he's name kind is, of uh, uh, Middle Eastern looking. He's really he's good looking. He, dude, That's he's, not a great picture. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's good looking, though. He's he hilarious. just looks like a regular person. So you know what his okay. deal is? Who you'd see it somewhere? That's a Klingon that's been grafted surgically to look like a yeah. human. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He's Klingon inside, but yeah, he's been surgically grafted. That's a, is he a spy or just? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was like. Um, well, we are coming up on the time limit. Yeah. So Wait, let me ask one more question. I just want to go ahead. Oh yeah, he's he's a he's a handsome kid. Yeah, he is. That picture was not did not do him justice. Okay. 
<laughs> easy, <laughs> easy. With the- so we talked a lot about how Star Trek kind of plays and looks into the future of like the future technologies and things. They're talking about shit that in Enterprise, and I know they were talking about stuff in the original one that eventually became yeah. real things. Yeah. It inspired like like software engineers and, and inventors too. Right. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sure. I'm sure. Innovation. They were talking about nanotechnology. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, how do yep. you, that's not, like that's still new. Yeah. Star Trek The Next Generation, they had, a, they had messages that were encoded in DNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roddenberry was um, ahead of his time. Yeah. So I guess my question for you guys is, is, um, you know, is this a little proof that we live in a simulation and this is just, this is just like, the, like the people who are running, I go, let's put this out there there's, and see if anybody figures There's it a lot of, there's a lot of theories around Roddenberry, people basically saying that he had, you know, some kind of extraterrestrial encounter mm-hmm. that they, the whole, the whole concept of Star Trek was basically like, some people say because i mean like i talk about it like when it when it aired that was a fucking turbulent time for the the planet right and let's say that you were an advanced alien species observing what was going on on earth you'd be like oh crud these people already lit off a couple of nukes 20 years ago a meager 20 years ago they're already they're building more and more of these things what the fuck how do we get you know i heard an interesting thing about uh ideology this week because like i don't even know what critical race theory is but it sounds fucking terrible and uh you know basically it's an ideology and this one guy was standing up against it and he was saying that you know like humans only live a certain time period right but like institutions ideologies those things get passed on down the generations Mm -hmm. and so essentially if you want to wipe out an ideology you have to wipe out the parental aged group of a people then you got to burn all their propaganda burn all their knowledge and books and then you got to brainwash the kids if they're old enough or you got to wipe the kids out too and just start from scratch without that ideology and it's the only way to stamp it out Mm -hmm. and so um you know it's interesting that at, at a peak time in, you know, the world's development where we had all this shit going on, that all of a sudden Gene Roddenberry comes down with the show that says, oh, well, I've got this idea with all this futuristic technology and all right. these other things. So people, people think that he had some kind of E.T. intervention or that, you know, there's other weird shit that's happened to people. On I want to look planet. into that. Basically, like the guy that invent the guy that did the blueprints for the uh, Angor Watt supposedly that shit just he woke up one day and it was all in his brain like he went to bed one night woke up the next day and he couldn't get the blueprints out of his 21 gigawatts yeah and so some people are saying that's what happened with gene roddenberry that like he woke up one day and the entire plot for star trek was just in his head so anyway it's just a lot of details there pretty interesting some pretty interesting shit that now are like technology and i know that like you know there was a lot of people watching it that happened to be nerds and uh then they have the capacity to go out and like, oh, I want to Make invent that, that real. Yeah, right. Or you but how it. the fuck did you even come up with that in the first place? Yeah, exactly. A lot of them will even say that they were inspired. Like inspired early influences by. were Star Trek. Where, yeah. does, where does anything fucking come from, bro? You I imagine mean, it. You imagine it. And then you figure out a way to bring it into. Absolutely. But Isaac like, Newton invented gravity when I asked him <laughs> on the head. Yeah. I mean, I, you can see of all these like great stories, like 
they they create a fucking whole world. Yeah. 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 Like Lord of the Rings world is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy deep. And then this, then he carves out stories out of the whole well, that's thing. That's why I say yeah. the Star Trek universe, because it's, it's right. literally it's its own So thing. big, yeah. Exactly. So, anyway, hope you like this week's episode. If you haven't uh, watched any Star Trek yet for some horrible reason, please do yourself a favor. Start, start with Next Generation. Start with Next Generation. Yeah, there's and only then you f- can go back. Yeah. Yeah. I would start there too. There's only about five thousand episodes. So Skip around. It's not that bad. Just watch. <laughs> or even watch the movies. Watch. Every, yeah, so movies, movies are, are great because yeah. then great. you can get behind the movies a little bit. The first movie's a little shitty though. Learn a little bit about. Well, I motion, like it. Though. Star Trek: The Motion Picture. I like it. Yeah. So watch the movies because they're pretty good, and then learn a little bit about it, and then you'll have an easier time with the show. You want to take a deeper dive. So, yeah. anyway. Check out Sean Mulligan's uh, jump in the water and freeze your balls off thing this weekend. And until next time, guys, get your hooshies off. Stay classy. Stay classy. Mostly. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.